0: Hey guys, this is Rocky, and you're listening to the God Loves Miami podcast. I want to welcome you to today's episode, and I also want to encourage you to follow us on social media at God Loves Miami on Instagram and Facebook, so that you can find out all that we are about and what God is calling us to do in our city. And now here's Pastor Mark. Hey guys, what's up? This is Mark and I hope you guys are enjoying your Christmas season. I know I had a great Christmas with my wife, my kids, my family. Some of you don't know I have uh, six sisters and everyone's had kids and now the kids are having kids. So just our family together, it's a whole bunch of people and we have a lot of awesome friends that celebrated Christmas with us as well. And um, on Christmas Day, I actually watched a cartoon with my kids called The Star. If you haven't seen it, um, watch it. It's really, really good. And um, after my kids were asking me a bunch of questions about the three kings or, or, or the magi and and um, asking me about the shepherds and about the animals. And if I thought that the animals actually talked to each other and all this stuff and it was a lot of fun, but it actually had me thinking about Jesus and Jesus coming to the world and and just the story that was told um, by the people that came to visit him and 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 worship him at his birth and 2 years after when the three kings showed up and and all that stuff and and that even then there was a story being told even if it wasn't specifically spoken and it was that Jesus came not just to save everyone and and to save his own even though the bible says that he came to to his own and his own did not receive him but Jesus specifically came to reach Outsiders, people that felt that they were left out. And I don't know about you, but, but I've felt left out. I mean, one story that particularly comes to mind is when I was a kid, um, I remember playing kickball at school and I remember being picked last. And that was probably one of the worst days of middle school for me, like being picked last. You know, 30, 40 kids playing kickball, PE at at my school, and they picked everyone, they picked all the girls, they picked, you know, everyone, and Mark was last. And that hurt. I was so embarrassed, and I was so embarrassed that I played horribly. And next time they played kickball, I mean people fought because they didn't want to pick me last. Um, you know, they they wanted me to watch and not play and and that hurt. And we've all had moments in our lives that we felt like outsiders that we've felt left out. And, you know, during the holidays, there's a party that's going on or there's a group of people that got together after work or there was a gift exchange that happened and they forgot about you or they specifically chose not to invite you or, or not to include you. And man, that hurts so much i mean it's almost easier if if people would just say like i don't like you you know but that people would ignore you forget about you make you feel like you're not welcome not feel like an outsider i I hope you're tracking with me it it hurts it it hurts and it hurts a lot and and um you know, maybe it's a wedding and you didn't get invited to the wedding. And, and, and if you've ever asked yourself the question, what's wrong with me? Why is it that I'm being left out? Why is it that uh, this person didn't invite me to the party or, or didn't send me a text so that I can be part of the white elephant um, gift exchange? Um, there's nothing wrong with you. If you've ever felt like an outsider, maybe you felt like an outsider this Christmas, this holiday season, or, you know, you're about to celebrate New Year's Eve, and and uh, no one's invited you anywhere, and you're by yourself. This is going to sound weird, but you're actually in the perfect place to have a face-to-face encounter with God. And that's what we saw in the Christmas story we saw with the Magi. I mean, these people were not uh, Jews. They they, they came from the east following a star to worship the king. And the crazy part about the story, if you read it again, they were asking, where is the king of the Jews? Where is he? Where where can we find him? And, And people didn't know that he had been born. And yet these three outsiders, these three strangers, came hundreds of miles to worship the king. And they came bearing gifts. And and the Bible tells us that when they went into the room where Jesus was, they fell on their knees and they worshipped him. I mean, let's let's go back to who uh, were told that Jesus had been born in Bethlehem. Shepherds. I mean, shepherds and not just regular shepherds, shepherds in the night. So this is like, you know, society looked at these guys as like the bottom of the totem pole. And now the ones that work the night, they're like the bottom of the bottom. And yet the angels showed up and announced to them that Jesus had been born. And so if today you feel like an outsider, if today, man, you feel like, what is wrong with me? Maybe You feel like an outsider, not just with your friends and your family. Maybe you feel like an outsider with God. You're like, there is no way that God could want anything to do with me because of this, because of that, because of things I've said, because of things that I've done. I tell you once again, you are in the perfect place to have a face-to-face encounter with Jesus. Because Jesus showed up and the people that came to worship him, the people that saw the signs, the people that came miles and miles away to worship Jesus, to worship baby Jesus, sweet baby Jesus, to quote Talladega Nights, all right? Um, We're outsiders. And so, if you felt like an outsider the way that I have felt like an outsider, God wants to have an encounter with you today. In 1 Timothy 1, 15, it says this, Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of who I am the worst. This is Paul. This guy wrote most of the New Testament. And if Paul can say, I am the worst of sinners... I mean, where do I fall in in the, in the line of sinners? Where, where do we fall in? This guy had a, a direct connection with the Holy Spirit and, and writing of the Bible. And he says here that he was the worst of sinners. I want to share something with you. God is with you even when you can't see his plan. God is with you at this very moment in your life where, where maybe there's what the heck is going to happen in in 2019. I mean, 2018, maybe wasn't the best year for you, or maybe it was great, but here we are towards the end of the year. And you're wondering, I I could make plans. You could write all these things out, but what is 2019 going to look like? How's it going to be for me health-wise, relationship-wise, my relationship with God? God is with you even when you can't see his plan. Isaiah 55.8 says this, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. So our thoughts are not his thoughts. And 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 our ways are not his ways. Our plans are not his plans. And I don't know about you, but but I read that, and that could be a little scary. A little, um, you know, you're like like, what does that even mean? That my plans are, are not God's plans. And and I don't want you to be scared because I'm going to share another verse with you in Jeremiah 29:11. One of my favorite parts of the Bible. All right, let's submit our plans to God. Let's surrender the year that's past and and the year that's coming. And let's say, God, I want to give this to you. I want 2019 to be the year where I 100% said my plans, I give them to you, God. And, and, And if this is what you want me to do, if this is where you want me to go, if this is the road that you want me on, then I will follow. I will go that way. But how about if instead of saying I want to do it my way? We say, God, I want to do it your way. 2019, God, is the year where it's going to be my best year yet. And I know it's real common to say the best is yet to come. This is going to be your best year. And everyone says that to everyone. But I believe this can be your very best year ever. If you say, God, my plans, I want to give them to you. And check it out. Check out what God's plans are for us. Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. I don't know about you, but I want hope. I don't know about you, but I want a future. I want to keep living. I want to keep striving. All right. And here's the problem that we have. So many times we don't accomplish the things that we know we can accomplish, the things that we have the tools and and the knowledge to accomplish and the things that God wants us to accomplish in our life. Because we're so worried thinking about The past, about 2017 and 2018 and 2003 or or whatever year or whatever moment that you keep going back to that has chained you down. And I'm going to tell you something. There's nothing that you can do to change your past. The only thing that you can change, the only thing you can control is your future. And so I want to ask you a question today. What are you going to do? Are you going to surrender? Are you going to say, God, I know that I felt like an outsider, but, but I don't want to feel like an outsider anymore. And I understand that you came to find people just like me. And I want to be included. I want my plans to be your plans. I want my future to be blessed by you. God, I believe that you created me for a bigger and a better purpose. All right, and 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 I want you to know this, that you may think right now in 2018, there are people, I mean, if it's not you, you know someone that's like, I, I've given up. I don't understand, and I hear all these words, and I hear these Bible verses, and I hear that God wants to give me hope, and, and God wants to give me future, but I don't see it. When you think that it's all over, God is just beginning. And so if that's where you feel, I want to tell you one more bit of good news. If you feel that 2019 is going to be just like 2018 and the rest of the years and that nothing's going to change and that things may just be getting worse, I want you to know, trust God. Surrender your plans to God, all right? And know that when you feel like it's all over, that God is just beginning. I want you guys to write that down. And I want today, I want you to share that with someone. I want you to tweet it. I want you to post it online. I want you to text someone. Hey, you know what? When you feel like it's all over, God is just beginning. Galatians 6, 9 says this, and I want to leave you with this little bit of hope. Galatians 6, 9 says, let us not become weary. Let's not become tired in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we don't give up. Don't give up. Hey, 2019 is going to be great, but I can promise you one thing. There will be problems. There will be obstacles. There will be people that will get in the way and try to stop you from doing what you were created and called to do by God. But in Jesus' name, remember that God is for you. And that if God is for you, who can be against you? That Jesus loves you. That Jesus was born in a manger 2,000 years ago because he wanted to reach outsiders like me and outsiders like you. People that didn't fit in. People that were forgotten. People that weren't invited. People that weren't texted. All right? And he was also there. If you're the one that gets invited to all the parties, if you're the one that gets all the texts and is part of all the Um, white elephant and gift exchange that work. Congratulations and you're awesome and Jesus came for you too. Alright, so what I want to do right now, I just want to pray with you. I want to pray that you have an amazing 2019. I want to pray that you have a blast on the 31st that you enjoy it that you uh, celebrate everything that God has done, celebrate that you are alive, that you have overcome, that you have seen a year go by and you are ready to take 2019 by the horns in Jesus' name. Let's pray. God, I thank you for this day. I, I thank you for your word. I thank you because you sent Jesus to reach outsiders like us, sinners like us, people that weren't accepted, people that were rejected, God. And I thank you that you accepted us. Maybe our friends, the world, our family, people have said that we're not good enough, but you, we were good enough for you. Not just to be born in a manger, but to live and die on a cross and rise again. So bless everyone that's watching this video. Bless our families. We pray for 2019 to be the best year ever. In Jesus name. Amen. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast today. If you did, there's just a couple of things I'd love for you to do. Number 1, subscribe. That way the most recent episode will always be in your feed waiting for you, ready when you are. And secondly, if this podcast has ministered to you and you would like to help us continue reaching people that need to be inspired by the word of God, please consider making a donation at godlovesmiami.com. That's godlovesmiami.com and we'll see you next time on the God Loves Miami podcast.